be gorgeous. Welcome to Bravo and Please, where we're going to get lit off all the latest going on in the Bravo TV world. This is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything pop culture and 420 related. So grab your can of goodies and let's get lit. Oh my gosh. Did I do it? How do I? <laughs> this is a one woman show, literally. So hi, everyone. I don't think anyone's here actually, but that's okay. Because this is also a podcast, an audio podcast. Welcome, everyone. I'm Jenny Blaze. We have a new format, so excuse this chaos. I have a temporary background behind me. Um, but every day we're not every day, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, I'm going to be going live at noon Eastern to go through all the latest updates in the Bravo TV world. And I get to cut up the content so that I'm not, you know, doing it all in one show at the end of the week, I can talk about each night of Bravo as we go. Look at that. So I just want to make sure that if you are listening or if you are watching, make sure that you subscribe and turn on notifications so that you can be reminded when we go live. And uh, for now, I think for this week, I'm going to just keep it to me on the live because bringing in a guest right now, I think might be a little too ambitious. Also, I don't know if you can, or if you've noticed, I have my um, Jen Shaw houndstooth rocking right now. But actually, I'm going to take it off because it doesn't work for me. It's got like small sleeves and like it doesn't, it's pointless. It's like um, forearm covers and that's it. The rest of it just hangs off the back. So, and y'all know I'm a sweaty bitch, so... I'm going to keep it real. All right, let's see. We have a comment already? <gasps> hey, Philly Diva. Ah, love my girl. See, this is why it's fun to go live because, and I could go on multiple platforms. I, I If you're on Twitter, you can watch me on Twitter or this is on Twitch, which not a lot of people know about yet. I'm concocting a scheme. Just kidding. But um, yeah, so on the audio podcast, it's available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you have a preferred, um, if you have a preferred, sorry, I'm trying to take off this banner now. I don't know how to do it, but if you have a preferred platform that I didn't mention, feel free to send me a message. Um, and I would love to accommodate you for that. But also, if you're watching, you may see behind me that I have a new background. This is actually just a temporary background because I've been working on redoing my office. Again, I'm very ambitious. If you've been following along, you know, um, I have big dreams. I have lots of things I want to do. And you know, unfortunately, my children just 
don't support other women. But um, just kidding. They're, I love them, but they are very time-consuming. Um, and I want to be transparent and honest and authentic. So, yeah. I thought I would have this office done, office slash, slash studio. I thought I would have it done by today. And I do have the background done kind of, but there's more that needs to be done. So I'm just going to stay in this little temporary zone for a little bit. It's not that bad, right? It's white bricks. It's not like harsh on the eyes or anything. Um, but yeah, I put wallpaper up, paintable wallpaper on the wall. And then I put, we actually added some trim to our built-in bookshelf. If you look at the intro that I played and um, any of the prior season's episodes, you'll see the background. I had all my my merch and all my favorite Bravo memorabilia behind me. I've completely done it over. That's gone now. We have a new and improved version, um, which I'm excited to show everyone, but it's just not quite there yet. So stay tuned. It's going to be gorgeous. Baby gorgeous. Um, hi, Martinis with Eddie. Hi, baby gorgeous. Um, actually, Eddie, this is perfect timing because I was just about to talk about BravoCon. But before we go to BravoCon, my season finale for season three was BravoCon Eve. And I had a live show in New York City called Speakeasy and Be Cool. And uh, we had a bunch of Bravo content creators show up and it was the best time. Like, it felt like almost like a sleepover with your friends that you've known forever. Like, it's, but we all just met for the first time. So it was wild. It was so fun. I had um, great sponsors um, who provided some goodies for us all. Um, and actually I still have some left, so I'm going to be giving those away on season four of Bravo and Blaze. And I don't know exactly how, so bear with me. I'm going to figure it out, but I also want to have people engage and I want to have, um, oh, Martinez with Eddie said the best time. Philly Diva said it was a great live show. We had some technical issues with the audio, um, and you could go see it. It's on my YouTube channel. I did not do any editing of it or anything, but uh, we had a lot of lessons learned. And overall, I was super happy with it because the energy was just, I don't know, it was chef's kiss for BravoCon Eve. Like we were all getting pumped up and then we go into Bravo. Con, but wait, I forgot to mention the most important thing. Well, a lot of important things. One, it was BravoCon Eve was the same night that Winter House premiered. And Jason Cameron of Winter House came to my show, came to speak easy and be cool. And I just forever ride or die for him now. Like, I don't think he could do any wrong. And besides that, he is my favorite guy on Winter House. And he's still, like, I was a little nervous. Okay, there's, like, you know, new people coming in. But 
he's still on point. I love him. And I also, it was like reuniting with my Valentine's Day or my Valentine because he, we did my first ever Bravo and Blaze video episode was with Jason Cameron. And it was before, it was on Valentine's Day. So it was before they filmed the season that we're watching now. And he hadn't talked to anyone yet about the Lindsay stuff. And so I told him, like, I didn't want to, like, you know, I, I want to respect people. Like, I don't want to get too nosy or anything. I just d- felt like we had to at least address it. Just, you know, touch on it lightly. Because if you've been following my journey, you know that, you know, I myself had a stillbirth about a year and a half ago. And so when we watched that on Summer House, when Lindsay said that she had a miscarriage, like it broke my heart and it made me look at Jason in a different way. So I was going to try to republish the episode with Jason Cameron from Valentine's Day, but um, I, I think I switched computers. So I don't even know where it is right now. I'm going to have to go back, but I'll definitely put the link in the show notes so that you can take a look if you want to see. I think I had to republish it when I first posted it because I used audio that I thought I could use because I paid for Canva, which is where what I use for my video intro, which was super cool, by the way. And I never got the video, the audio to go with it because YouTube flagged it. So the just if you go check it out, just stick through it because there's a little period of time that um, has no audio in the intro. Major bummer. But lesson learned again. Um, so I also wanted to give a big shout out to Frankie Smoke. Um, she was my presenting sponsor for speakeasy and be cool. And I mean, she was more than I could have even imagined in person. She's just so amazing. I love her and her brand is what, how I found her. Like it was just like a nice cherry on the top of the cake of the icing or whatever Lisa Barlow says, you know, that she is so Amazing that we click so so well. I just love her. Make sure you go check out her website, frankiesmoke.com. She has luxury um, cannabis accessories, like smoking accessories. And I'm going to be showing more of those on this season um, because I haven't gotten a chance to really. And right now, because of the renovation, I don't know where anything is. So I'm going to have to figure that out too. Ooh, excuse me. So BravoCon, I also want to do a whole video just on BravoCon because so many things happened. It was literally like I never been to Burning Man or Coachella or any of those like festival type of things. But if I did, like I would imagine that that's what it's like. Because it was nonstop for three days. I didn't even have a ticket to go home until like the morning that I went home. Because I was like, I don't know. I had no time to stop. My hotel room looked worse than Sierra's. 
like from summer house and winter house. It was embarrassing, but also like I just dealt with it. Like I literally slept because I when I went down to New York City, my husband drove me in our car. We brought a ton of stuff because I had all the swag bags. I had the cutout of Luann. I had all these, you know, tons of things. I overpacked because I just like couldn't get it together. And when I, and also like, I like to see how I feel that day. Like sometimes I feel different and want to wear like, you know, something cute. Maybe some days I like to go basic and like do all black. Actually, I have um, Brock's homebody leggings on right now. They're my favorites. And I got to tell him in person to his face at BravoCon in the SVIP lounge, which I'm telling you, if you want to do BravoCon right, just go for the SVIP. Because even SVIP, you still have to like wait in line for things and stuff. Like it's, I mean, I don't know. I loved it. (laughs) And I was so relieved because I didn't know that there was a special SVIP lounge when I got the SVIP tickets. I was just like, I know I need to get whatever the best access is. So I went with SVIP. And then I found out when I was walking in, because I'm like, oh my God, I woke up late because I was so exhausted from preparing for my show that I was like, shoot, I wanted to be there like when the doors open so that I could take, you know, my time and look around at all of the photo ops and things like that. Like there was none of that. It was go, go, go. There were hordes of people just streaming in, like funneling in. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, this is too much for me. I couldn't even go in, but I felt FOMO because everyone was like rushing in and I was like, I need to smoke. So I sat outside and smoked and I ran into real moms of Bravo. (laughs) I was like, oh, hi, I'm sorry. I'm smoking weed. She's like, oh, very on brand. I was like, yes, I'll see you in there. So that was great. That like right away, obviously, just running into people in line that you've been seeing on Instagram for years is like, it's so wild, just that alone. So then we go in. I don't even know what is happening on the schedule because there's like, multiple stages. Javits is huge. I was just trying, I thought I was going to like walk in and like, I don't know what I was thinking, honestly, because I had wedges on. Thank God those wedges were comfortable because I walked the most the first day because I was stupid and brought a coat and I had to go all the way to the other side of Javits to check my coat at the Hugan check, Hugan check me booth. Oh, check. And then I had to walk all the way back to the other side. Mind you, I had swag bags with me too. Okay. So I'm already sweating before we even, before anything is even going on. I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm trying to find, find out what's going on by looking on my BravoCon app. First thing I do is look at the map and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's an SVIP lounge. Yes. I'm going there first. Even though I saw so many things, I was like, ah, ah, literally I saw the Toms and I was like, I actually did 
run up to them. I fangirled out and people were screaming in their faces. It was so wild, but I was dying laughing because Tom Schwartz is so on brand. He could not take one step because another person would come up and ask for a picture. It was just like nonstop. And Sandoval was like, come on, we're supposed to go here. They had somebody who was working there with them. who was like, come on, let's go, let's go. And he, they couldn't go anywhere because Tom is too nice. And I even introduced myself, but I was like, I'll see you later. I'm sure. Um, so I went to the SVIP lounge and like no one was in there. So I almost felt like the, it was weird, you know? And I even, I think I went live or I did a video and I, uh, I'm going to have to post that. Maybe I'll post it in a short, but I did a video of me just like walking through the SVIP lounge. I'm like, there was like maybe three people there. Um, and then I see Jennifer Aiden and her assistant and her mother. And I was like, oh my gosh. And you can even hear me in the video. I like shut it off and like went to go talk to her. And I introduced myself because we've talked before through, D, you know, through DMs and stuff. And I was like, obviously I'm going to introduce, introduce myself. I had my cards. I had, you know, my gifts for people and just started, I went into work mode. I started introducing myself to other people in the SVIP lounge who were also SVIP like me. Um, and literally I shouldn't have left. I, I regret leaving the lounge because literally you could just sit in there, have snacks, have drinks, sit down on like nice lounge chairs and the Bravo Lebs just come in. The only downside I would say is like, you don't know who's going to come in. So like for me, I'm a planner. I like to see like, okay, what's happening so I can like strategically put myself where I need to be. But um, it wasn't like that. And I, so I didn't even know that it was, I, I really couldn't comprehend what was happening in the moment. And then like, I kept running into people. It was nonstop. I ran into Christian Gray Snow and uh, we took a picture and I was just like, this is too nuts for me. I had to go. I don't know if this was before the SVIP lounge. This must have been after. I think I was brave. I was like, I'm going to leave. <laughs> it was just chaos. I saw Christian Gray Snow and I was like, this is too much for me. It was too chaotic. I had to go outside to smoke weed just to like center myself and get it together. Cause I'm like, this is, it's a lot. Like the emotions, just the, it was very up and down. Like when you see someone, you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Ah, uh, and it's just, I was like, I got to go out. And so I'm smoking weed outside, looking through Twitter. I see Christian Grace now, who I just saw and took a picture with. He said, I'm overwhelmed. I had to go outside. It was too much. I'm having anxiety or whatever. And I tweeted back, I'm smoking weed outside. Come find me. But it was just like, it, seeing his tweet made me feel so much better. I was like, okay, this is crazy. This is crazy. It's not just me. So that's BravoCon kind of in a nutshell, but it was the best time of my life. I'm still like, I have so many th memories, like mental pictures. I didn't even, the first night, Friday night was Andy's Legends Ball. 
I went to that and um, I don't drink anymore. And there was an open bar and stuff and people were drunk, like gross drunk, probably how I used to be. But I was, but when you're not drinking, you're like, ugh. And it was scary because she was on, this woman was on the balcony screaming. I thought she was going to fall off the balcony, to be honest. But um, I had some shrooms with me. So I was like, I'm just going to take them. Like, I'm going to bed after this. Like, what's, and we're, we're not doing anything. We're just sitting here watching a show, which actually was like four hours long because they were actually recording it and they had like commercial breaks and then they had to like make sure they got certain things in there or whatever. And so we were there for like four hours. I took shrooms and I was sitting next to Dylan Hafer from Bravo Betches. And um, he probably hates me now because <laughs> I just like watching Andy's Legends Ball in person. I was like, is this happening? Like Ramona's on stage fighting with Teresa. It was just epic. And then also like, we were in the balcony, so I couldn't see. And there were so many Bravo Lebs. There's so many. I couldn't even – it was hard to focus. And so I, I went live on Instagram, and I started zooming in. <laughs> I never – I was like, okay, this is easier. And I was, like, scrolling through. So if you go to my Instagram, you can find the lives because I kept everything up there. And we're just, like, comment, commenting on, you know, everything that's going on. I forgot the – the girl was sitting next to me. I forgot her name, but like we hung out the whole time, which by the way, BravoCon is basically like being on a cruise. You just keep seeing everyone in the, like in different places throughout the whole weekend. And like you're in different outfits and you're taking pictures. Like it felt very much like a cruise. And I forgot her name. If you're out there, I love you so much. You are so fun. I had the best time sitting next to this woman that I just met and like, I feel like we're friends now. <laughs> so yeah, call me. Um, anyways, wait, I want to catch up on some of these comments that we got. Uh, we had fun in the chats. The sound issues didn't last that long. Oh, talking about the, the show. Thank you. That makes me feel better. <laughs> Martinis with Eddie 2023. We are doing it all over again. Hell Yeah. Hell yeah, I am definitely doing it again. And I'm going to go bigger and harder because I was working, okay? If anyone saw me at BravoCon, they know that I was hustling. Um, Philly Diva. And I'll do it again next year, but I'll make sure to do SVIP or VIP because that general admission mess with my anxiety. Yeah, we don't do gen pop. I have a, a little meme with Todd, Todd and Kenya and Candy walking by Marlo at the pool on that trip. Where were, were they in Jamaica? And they're like, you know, we don't do gen pop or we don't do no general admission. Yeah, no, you can't. It's I would do general admission to like a beauty con because I'm not like a hardcore like, I love beauty products, but I'm not, like, a beauty podcast or anything, you know? So, for me, it was definitely worth it to get SVIP. But – and I think you get a lot with general admission, too. So, I'm not going to, like, knock that. Um, but, like, depending on what kind of experience you want, I think, you know, it's different. It's definitely different at, you know, the various levels. But 
that might be okay for some people. Like I really wanted to get some of the photo booths and they had SVIP lines for those, but they were not run properly. When I went and I tried to go, they were like, no, we, we cut off the line because it's like an hour and a half or something. I was like, what? That's insane. And so, and they weren't even, the communication was all off. Like nobody knew what was going on. I was just like, I can't do this. So that is a regret that I have. I did get one photo booth thing with the Vanderpump rules set and it, I sucked so bad that I, I don't even know where it is. I don't know if I want to post it. It was awful. Maybe I will. We'll see. <laughs> but um, what else? Philly Diva, I felt the same. Yeah, it was chaotic. But um, yeah, so after I took shrooms, I thought I was going home. But then um, I didn't go home. And I had like the best time of my life. And I didn't take that many. I took like two pictures. I really kind of didn't want to because... One, my phone was dying. And two, I kind of felt like I, I was, we were hanging out with them. Like, I would feel very awkward to just pull out my phone and be like, hey, can we take a picture? I just wanted to like enjoy it and just like live in the moment. And I really had a good time. I ran into like so many people. Oops, I shouldn't have shown that. My cup. Anyways, okay. So I haven't even gotten to like any of the stuff that, went on this week. So, or over the weekend. Um, I'll just keep sprinkling in BravoCon stuff throughout the season. Like I said, I'm going live every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern. Um, and I'm going to be pushing that out so that it's available on my YouTube and on my podcast, which is available on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Also, <clears throat> last season I made a video called How to Sell, or no, it's not called How to Sell. It's um, How to Launch Your Own She by Sheree Fashion Line in Under 14 Years. And essentially, that video teaches you how to sell your own merch. So if that is something you are looking to do, I highly recommend going to check that video out because I, sh I walk through exactly how I create my merch. And so you could do the same thing. And the holidays are coming up. So if this is something you're thinking about, this is your sign to go and do it because this is the perfect time to do it. And why wait? Speaking of the holidays, I released a new product last week. It is the fat fucking elf on the shelf greeting card. And it has the Genshaw quote um, on the front with a little elf on the shelf. And um, it's blank inside, so you can write whatever you want on the inside. Um, so that's for sale. Go check out my shop at bravoandblaze.com. And now I want to get into some updates because a lot has been going on. I haven't been, I haven't done like an actual podcast episode like this since before BravoCon. <clears throat> excuse me and I've watched a ton of things a lot has gone on obviously it's just been pretty nuts right so I'm gonna start with I'm just gonna jump into it I'm not gonna try to play catch up we're starting from Friday 
this past Friday, three days ago. Today's Monday. So one thing that came out is Ramona is not coming back to Roni. That's been confirmed by her. And to be honest, I don't really care. But in other news with Roni, there was an unofficial like Broadway musical that happened last night, Sunday night. And you can go check out Kadoos and Bravo Should Be Fun. Go to their Instagram because they posted some videos and it looked so good. I really hope that they do another one because I want to go. I would definitely go. If I knew it was going to be like that, I would have maybe tried to go. I didn't even know it was happening. But um, yeah, Kadoos and Bravo should be fun. Also, I keep forgetting that Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2 is just airing for the first time. It started like, I think, the weekend of BravoCon. So they're in like their fourth week. And I turned it on on Friday. And I was like, oh, shoot, this is the Dorinda Jerobics episode with Tamara. And oh, my God, that I think that episode is what made me love Ultimate Girls Trip, too. And I know people are like, oh, Dorinda's so mean, Dorinda's so mean. I empathize with Dorinda. I mean, I'm not condoning what her behavior but like we also kind of know this about her and like the show was at her house and she did so much prep like now that I have my own show on BravoCon Eve like I was exhausted from that and then then it was showtime after that so I empathize with Dorinda and I'm not saying she should be so harsh but (laughs) but Tamara, Tamara, I guess Tamara handled it okay, right? I don't know. She didn't really. I don't know. It was nuts. But if you aren't watching, go watch this. I'm I'm liking the rewatch that I'm doing because I, when it came out on Peacock, I didn't make any content. But now that it's on the Bravo app, trade secret. Um, now I can make content. So. That was on. And then I didn't know this, but The Real Housewives of Durban premiered this weekend on Friday night. And I think that's wild. Like, nobody told me. (laughs) Did you guys know? I think that's wild. Um, So I didn't watch Friday night because I was caught off guard. But then I watched over the weekend. And... I am loving it so far. They got the first three episodes out, and I believe they said they're releasing a new episode every Friday. And on Saturdays on Peacock, I don't know. I'm kind of confused. When Bravo and Peacock do this scheduling thing together, it doesn't feel cohesive. It feels janky, and I don't know what's going on. But... I do want to say, like, I highly recommend going to watch it because there's, like, an Eskimo sister situation. And I said this with Dubai um, when I started watching Real Housewives of Melbourne, too. I really think that the future of Housewives is international. And it was kind of confirmed for me over the weekend because I also binged Dubai Bling, And I don't know if y'all have seen Dubai Bling, 
But that season one, uh, mind you, I was watching while I was painting for a lot of the show and they speak in another language. I don't know exactly what language it is, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, but during those parts, like I ha would have to rewind it or I just skipped over it because I was painting at the same time, multitasking. So, but what I did see and absorb, this show is so good and it's nuts. Like, actually, now that I think about it, I'm having a real girlfriends in Paris moment of Yoan getting, or when Victoria threw the drink on Yoan, because that's kind of what happened in this situation. And it's in another country, so I don't know what the laws are. I'm very intrigued now. I almost want to like call Zena, ask her, did you press any charges? But um, they got, I mean, this is Dubai bling. It, I mean, it obviously, I feel like it's going along with the bling empire, which they had three seasons of bling empire on Netflix. They're releasing a bling empire, in New York city with Dorothy Wang, who I love. And I'm so excited I kind of feel like this bling franchise or whatever you want to call it, this bling thing theme, I think it's kind of like Netflix's version of Housewives. And I kind of love it. The only thing I, the downside for me is I do appreciate live tweeting. Like I want to watch with people. So maybe, oh, and you know what? Netflix, actually, I just learned this recently. Netflix has more community. They might actually have watch parties now that I think about it. I need to look into this. Writing it down now. Netflix watch party. Because <laughs> if they have that feature, I would definitely do that. That would be so fun. Um. But yeah, if you're not watching, go watch it. Should I change my name from Bravo and Blaze to Netflix and Blaze? Just kidding. Or am I? Anyways, okay, so Dubai Bling, go check that out. Um, all right, now we're getting into last night's episode, which is really what this live show is supposed to be for, is to catch up on the prior night's shows. Um, we had Real Housewives of Potomac and Family Karma. I did a poll in my stories asking who's watching Potomac. Not because I, I maybe I'm a witch. I really, I really wasn't thinking like, oh, people aren't going to watch. I just like randomly was like, oh, who's going to watch? And surprisingly, like not a lot of people were watching because they were watching Yellowstone. And I don't watch Yellowstone. I don't know what's happening with Yellowstone. But I couldn't believe that people would abandon Potomac for Yellowstone. Anyways, um, so Potomac, last night's episode was pretty interesting. Um, we got to see lots of Candace. And she was defending her man, rightfully so. I don't think Chris did anything wrong. But we got to see that fierce Candace side. <laughs> Even Karen Huger 
was like, oh my, oh my, just like, not the D, but um, yeah, that was, whew, spicy. We also see Ashley go see a lawyer, thank God. Um, Mia brings the ladies to MIA, Miami, and I thought it was weird that she was like, first class, five-star luxury, and then when it was happening, I'm like, I don't feel, like, it's definitely nice, but they're not even staying in Miami, like, in South Beach. They're like... Literally, I think Sharice even said it was like your grandma lives across the street, which there's nothing wrong with that, but not for like this trip, I feel like. And I love Mia, so I'm not trying to hate on her, but the first thing that came up, obviously, is the bedrooms, which we always know is going to happen. And uh, apparently there's six bedrooms in this very beautiful house, but there's nine people. And Mia promised Sharice her own room, but Sharice was, like, not having it. And I kind of don't blame her. Like, I I don't – I need to, like, approve of my accommodations, I think. <laughs> and I don't know. I just, like – she didn't have her own bathroom, and I get it. Like, she could have used someone else's bathroom. But you don't want to be, like, in carrying your clothes – in like a towel, like even when people stay at my house, I try to give them a robe and their own towels because I don't have like, you know, um, an ensuite for my guests. So, and I feel bad about it. Like I wouldn't be offended if anyone wants to stay in a hotel and it actually is easier because I have like a million kids. So, and I don't need to stay at anyone's house either. Like I appreciate the offer Um, but I kind of like, I'm realizing at 40 years old, I think I just like my space. (laughs) Oh, Philly Diva. Also put Young Rich in Africa on Netflix. It's a good watch. I did hear that actually. And I, I almost started watching it and I need to watch it. Maybe that's something I will do, um, during the slow part of this week in Bravo, which is, we all know is Monday and Tuesday, right? I don't even know what's on today. Um, but Yeah, going back to Potomac. So, all right, we got these ladies. She's like, first class all the way. She assigned the rooms, and um, people are upset. And Candace isn't even getting there until after everyone. That is a bummer. Like, if I'm going on a trip, a girl's trip, I don't think I can, like, and we're sharing a place, I don't want to be last. Mm Mm-mm. But GVO was brought up again. Good vibes only. She said since that didn't work out, they were going to go with MIA. Missing in action, right? I mean, I thought she was going to do something playful because her name is Mia and MIA is Mia. And then she just did missing in action, I think. But um, I do have GVO sweatshirts in my shop. Don't forget the holidays are coming up. So go get yours. I'm going to put all the links in my show notes, obviously. But um, next week on Potomac, we see Mia and Wendy get into it and a drink is tossed at Peter's bar, which 
I thought it was weird. Someone posted um, the scenes for next week already, and he says he sent Wendy like documentation or like whatever legal documents to take the next step in pursuing this business venture that they had talked about doing. And he's mad at her for that. Well, actually, wait, wait, wait. Okay. She didn't respond. So I'm picturing like he emailed her this PDF and was like, here's all the terms. This is what we're going to do. Once you give the check, then we're moving forward. (coughs) Excuse me. So she just never responded at all, I guess, which is kind of rude. Like she should at least be like, I can't um, promise anything at this time or please give me, you know, I, can I get back to you in X amount of time or something? Just, I don't know what the time frame is between, you know, when they met and then when this trip is, but he's like, I'm mad because she didn't call me going to his, like, that's a little bit of a stretch, I would say. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not loving Wendy this season, but I think this is a little bit ridiculous. I don't know. I need to know what you guys think. Um, So, yeah, next week we'll see on Real Housewives of Potomac. So, moving on. Oh, Oh, my gosh. I hope I don't cry. Like, literally, family karma. Family Karma season two, I cried. I did not only cry. I sobbed. I sobbed for all of season two, like almost every episode. And it was just so beautiful, such a beautiful show, beautiful people, beautiful hearts, great dynamics, the multiple generations, the you know, immigrant parents with their traditional culture coming into this, you know, into the U.S. trying to adapt but still maintain. And it hit me. That show hits me hard because my mother is a Korean immigrant and that struggle is real. And anyone, I mean, you don't have to be that same, have that same ethnic background But if you are a child of an immigrant, most of the time, like I grew up in a Korean community, but I went to a white school. Like there was just very nuanced memories that I have and experiences being, you know, like also throw on top of that being half and half being mixed. (laughs) Like there's so many nuanced things that are interesting to see in this group of people. And I'm just so, so here for it. But last night, okay, so this was, I think they're in episode two of season three, and we're at Vish and Rich, Vish and Rich's wedding, Richa, Um, Vishal and Richa. God, I feel like him right now on his wedding speech, but um, it was so beautiful. This wedding, like, I actually, I've never felt this way before watching a wedding or any kind of event on TV, but like, I literally felt jealousy that I was not at this wedding because it just looked so amazing. And not only was it beautiful and amazing, like 
there's so much involved, like the, the ceremonies, the rituals, the traditions, the attire, the every like the symbolism. It just, I loved it so much because being to Korean weddings, they have similar things, not as extravagant as the wedding we saw on Family Karma, but they have um, traditions that you have to explain to people. Otherwise, they'd be like, why are you throwing chestnuts at the bride and groom? <laughs> Which they do in Korean weddings. But apparently, like, and it has to be thrown by a certain person in the family and, like, in a certain order. And, like, it means, like, how many children you're going to have or something. It's just, like, I love those types of things. That's, like, those traditions, I hope continue with future generations i hope we don't lose those things but um the the wedding was just gorgeous 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 i cried so much like there were so many parts where just watching them go through the ceremony like the bride risha was like it's hard to be a bride and i was like yeah i couldn't believe all the stuff that she had to do like even just the mendy the henna like eight hours or whatever and like putting on these bracelets they had to be put on by um her uncle or whatever and like there's certain times they had the auspicious ceremony time they they had to get married at 9 30 the ceremony was like three hours long like i don't know if i could handle that that i would need to like i might need to have other things going on which they did try they had like little popcorn and like I don't know. They, they tried to make it nice. Um, and it was beautiful, but <laughs> they were on the beach. And it was like 99 degrees out for three hours in like full garb. I would have been like, I'm sweating just thinking about it. Whoo. But, um, I thought, okay, so Amrit, I think might be my favorite. Um, Amrit and Nicholas, watching them talk about like, what are they going to do for their wedding? It just like, I get chills, like that kind of stuff. Just like, I, I don't know. It just touches me emotionally. Cause I think it's beautiful. And also like, kind of like I get the heartbreak at the same, it's almost like bittersweet because you're breaking tradition, but you're also creating a more beautiful tradition I don't know how to how to explain it really but I just I cannot wait to see their wedding I'm really excited um oh my god Lopa I might cry I really might cry right now <laughs> who Lopa I just love this woman I don't know what it is I think it's like she's very passionate and she comes off so harsh so harsh I get that because my mom is like that, like very harsh and it's not right. But I also see that it comes from like a place of pain. And like we've slowly been getting more of that from Lopa where in season two, the way that it ended, she finally, they finally mentioned that Lopa had another daughter who they haven't talked to in 10 years, like 10 years. That is heartbreaking. And then on top of that, she has her speech at the wedding and has everyone crying. 
Like, I'm going to cry right now just thinking about it. But then right there, we find out more about her. She had no mom. That's what she said. I had no mom. And like, I can't imagine saying those words like, I have no mom. Like, what does that mean? Like, your mom has passed away or like, what does that mean? So I just feel like there's so many layers to Lopa. Like, I want to hug her and I want to root for her. And I hope that like, you know, together they can all have like positive, you know, like experiences together in this next phase. And hopefully her, you know, like trauma or whatever is going on in her past doesn't, you know, weigh on her. Um, but then, okay. So there were beautiful speeches. Amrit's speech was beautiful. Every, it was like amazing. And then official. Vishal, he starts off with, <laughs> we've been together for 10 years and you don't look a day older or something like that. And then he's like, so you better catch up, Mrs. Benjamin Buttonass. Why <laughs> I'm not making this up right now. <laughs> Mrs. Benjamin Buttonass. Oh my God. Then he goes on and says something like, you know, we're really grateful. He thanked every single person, the wedding vendors, the production crew, everyone. And he's like, oh my gosh, what does he say? Now I lost it. I'm having a stoner moment. Oh, oh, he's like, for all of our family, thank you for being here. And those who can't, who aren't here, not because you weren't invited. <laughs> oh my gosh, Michelle. It's hard not to laugh, but it's, it is also concerning because, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched already and you don't want any spoilers, it's too late. But um, next week, or what we find out is that Vish blacks out on his wedding night and it's really extremely heartbreaking like that bit the wedding night is part of the ceremonies like they even said this is like the one time our parents know that we're gonna go have sex <laughs> but oh and then uh, Amrit's parents talked about their ceremony and how they were virgins before they were married and there were rose petals and they saw each other's geographies for the first time. Oh my God, I was dying. That was such a good scene. Just so hilarious, but, but so sweet and innocent too. Oh my God. I just love that show. So we're, oh my gosh, we're almost at an hour. I'm going to wrap this up then. Wow. Good timing. So I just wanted to um, promote my episode, my season premiere, um, season four premiere episode with Dr. Contessa, Dr. Contessa Metcalf, MD, MSPHABPM, um, from Married to Medicine. We talk about cannabis um, from a doctor's point of view and from a doctor in a state where cannabis is not currently legal. And 
Dr. Contessa is, she specializes in addiction therapy. And we talked about, you know, how I have used cannabis to help me to stop drinking. As you may know, I'm California sober, meaning I still love my weed. Um, but I don't drink alcohol. Alcohol has not played a good role in my life. And, um, yeah, so I loved that I got Dr. Contessa on the show because these are really the conversations that I think are extremely important that we need to talk about. And so I highly encourage you all to go check out that episode. I'll put the show or the link in the show notes. I also want to give you a heads up that I have an episode coming out with Ajator of Real Girlfriends in Paris. Paris. That means Paris, guys. Um, and so that's exciting because they just wrapped up season one. I love that show. I think it needs to have an another season. But uh, stay tuned for that episode with Ajator. I have to edit it. So. That's why it's taking me a little bit of time. But also, like I mentioned, I have that episode with Jason Cameron, my first video episode of Bravo and Blaze ever. So it might not be that great, but <laughs> at least the audio and video, I don't know. We'll see. But um, make sure you stay tuned. Subscribe to my channel, turn on the notifications. We're going live on every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. We're live on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, but the audio podcast will also be pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, and don't forget to check out the Bravo and Blaze shop for all of your holiday merch coming up. I'm sorry to be that person to remind you, but it's coming up. All right. I'll see y'all later.